Yeah, I don't think of this as a comedy podcast. Like, if people laugh, I think that's wonderful. I don't think that's our main yeah. goal. What is our main goal? To make people think. <laughs> <laughs> to think about us. <laughs> what is our main goal? Why are we doing... I mean, I, why is anyone... Listeners, if you're listening to this podcast, why? Mm-hmm. Call in and let us know. 802-851-9578. Well, it is a little indulgent. It, who? Me? Us? Who? Indulgent of us. Oh, some people say more people make podcasts than listen to podcasts, yeah. which is a joke. That can't be true. Of course, it's not true. But the point is that the bar for entry is so yeah. low that anyone and I mean, a lot of people are making. Right. I mean, exhibit, we're, exhibit we're exhibit A. A. <laughs> a lot of people are making podcasts who otherwise would not have. You know, yeah. I do think that everybody has a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can tell their story well. Mm-hmm. And I think we are figuring out how to tell a story well. Yeah. I mean, I think we're still identifying with stories. <laughs> you know what? We I, don't we don't have to know what this podcast is we don't know what it is maybe yet. it's not We're for still us to figuring say. it out yeah. and maybe we won't know until it's over even mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like that yeah jedediah is a man who once was a boy and he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy now he's reading it again reading it for you Maybe you'll recognize yourself too. Jedi Diaries, the Jedi Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now the song is through. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is week 15 of the Jedi Diaries. I am your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Puckett. Once more into the breach. Here we go. Here we go. My mom listened to last week's episode. Yeah. And. She was very insistent that I issue a correction. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Last week, the sound of the fire alarm yeah. triggered a memory in me. Oh, yeah. And I began the memory by saying the fire department came to my house. Oh. Actually, that police officer came to my house. In my breathless telling of the story, <laughs> I thought it was clear. And listening back, it's certainly not clear. But the then chief of the Morseville Fire Department met us at the fire station. And that's where he cut my handcuffs off of the boat cutter. So the police- How did you get to the fire station? My mom drove me. Mm. So the fire department did not come to my house. The police officer came to my house, and I was driven by my mom in the backseat, screaming probably (laughs) about my predicament to the fire station. I'm glad we got that cleared up. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're getting at the truth. (laughs) This is a podcast about the truth, no matter how... How uncomfortable. No matter how uncomfortable, no matter how bleak, (laughs) no matter how painful. No matter how boring. It is important you tell the truth. Of course. It's but always I, important we tell I wasn't the truth. like obfuscating or no, I wasn't you, being well, purposefully. What is the truth? What do you mean? What is the truth? In this case or just in general? In general. What that's a big capital T truth. Yeah. Well, I we mean, know? That's true because we all experience we reality slightly differently. That's what the podcast is about. Yeah. Subjectivity. I've never been big on objectivism. Oh, I am. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, I think that there is you an know, objective truth. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's one of the big questions these days. Well, yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, fake news. Yeah. And that. I think one of the problems, problems today mm-hmm. in the world is this idea that narrative is the same as fact. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not. There are things that are objectively that's true. true. Yeah. Things that happened. And news is narrative. Mm-hmm. News is not fact. So all news is fake news in a way because it presents things through a 
like story is laid on top of events right. like they're not the same thing but they're striving the, the ambition or the hope is that you get as close to an objective truth as possible not for everybody but that's the hope and the highest the form of journalism thing you can get yeah but i mean you know people make mistakes you made an inadvertent mistake right. in retelling a story we both apparently made an inadvertent mistake about what forget me not mm-hmm. is mm-hmm Little Jed went to a forget-me-not last week and bought a fake chick and a whip, and I described it as a consignment shop. Right. Which you agreed with. Oh, yeah. That's how I remembered it. But apparently we're incorrect. Yeah. We heard from a few people that it was actually a thrift store. Your mom, in addition to correcting you about the handcuff story, also pointed out the consignment shop error. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. And we also got a voicemail about it. Oh, perfect. Hey, lovely Jed and lovely Tori. It's Ashley. I'm calling because I grew up in Johnson and I spent a lot of time in the forget-me-not shop. You guys are wrong. You should know it wasn't a consignment or a second-hand shop. It was a thrift store and in its clothing it stocked a lot of brand name factory seconds. So they'd get a bulk deal on some Levi's that had the labels stitched crooked and stuff like that. But like you, Jed, I bought odd collections of things there, (laughs) including a bunch of fuzzy little baby chicks. I had a bunch of those. You know, I had temporary tattoos, dresses, like earrings that infected my earlobes. The forget-me-not shop turned my bedroom into menagerie of nonsensical crap, and it's really nice to hear that I wasn't alone in that. So, thanks. Well, now we know the difference between a consignment shop and a thrift store. Yeah. Ashley, thank you for educating us and for also letting me know that I I wasn't alone in my (laughs) baby chick purchasing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just home in the forget-me-not of today. Oh, you visited? Yeah, I stopped by as I was driving by to see if they had any of those baby chicks chicks laying around. (laughs) Did they? They didn't. They had a lot of adult chicken, fake adult chickens. What? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, but no baby chicks. They had fake chickens? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that would look like. Well, just like stuffed chickens. Oh, Like toys. Did they have whips? They didn't have any whips that I could see, as mm-hmm. far as I could see. So last week I went home to Vermont uh-huh. uh, to visit my parents, and I spent some time in both of their basements. Oh. And by some miracle, found several boxes exactly from this era. Oh, wow. So I brought some stuff back uh, with me, and I found some incredible stuff from this exact, from this month. Tori, last week you asked of the universe, who was the bookworm? Mm-hmm. And I am incredibly happy to tell you that in my parents' basements, I found the answer to that very oh, question. Who, who the bookworm was. Who the bookworm was. Let's, let's hear it. So I found the program from the Morristown Elementary School Drama Club Presents the Bookworm yeah. by Gwen Chaloner. Yeah. And I've got the cast list right here. Okay. So the first cast member listed playing the announcer and prompter. That sounds like a heavy role. It was me. Oh, really? Jed Baker. Oh. To me, that sounds like a role that they made up because there weren't <laughs> enough roles. It looks like the cast was made up of, oh, it's the Morristown Elementary School, so it was third graders through sixth graders. Oh, okay. So, so some of the maybe younger some kids. Maybe some of the little kids needed someone there needed to put their lines. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's a bigger responsibility. Yeah, that's but true. But not a really meaty role, it doesn't sound like. Sort of somebody that's a bit outside of the, yeah. the action. Maybe they pulled you aside and said, listen, I know this isn't the flashiest thing, <laughs> but it, there's a lot of responsibility here. Yeah. We need Jed, a mature... Jed, we need you to step up. <laughs> the younger kids look up to you as a thespian, mm-hmm. as an experienced... Mm. Okay. Well, we'll assume that's true. Then after that, we've got librarian Kristen Flanders. Okay. Betty, Elizabeth Terry, bookworm, Sarah Gruner. Okay. Sarah, if you're listening, 
please call the tip line, 1-802-851-9578. And if you remember anything about the bookworm. Tell us how you how you got into that role. Yeah, let's your motivation, sort of mm-hmm. what drove the bookworm. Yeah. You know, if you remember your costume, that would be great. If you did an accent. <laughs> Where was the bookworm from? Yeah. <laughs> We've answered who was the bookworm, but that's just opened up a whole host of new questions. Before we get to the diary, there's one more mystery from last week that's been solved. Yeah. Listeners, if you remember last week, I wrote in my diary... I typed A-D-I-T-L-O-A-C-A, and we weren't sure what that acronym stood for. I guessed that the beginning was a day in the life of something. I I didn't know the rest. But now we have confirmation that I was at least right about the first part. And, bonus, we know for sure what the rest of that was. (laughs) Yeah. Tori? We heard from Liddy, Liddy Bourne, who works in my sixth grade classroom. And she let us know that the answer is a day in the life of a colonial apprentice. We studied the American Revolution in sixth grade, and uh, we must have... I I don't remember this. I mean, I think that in my mind, I have some understanding of what a day in the life of a colonial apprentice was like. like. So that must be where it came from. (laughs) I would consider that as good a confirmation as any. Miss Bourne, God, thank you for that. That was yeah, really, I would, we, we would have never pulled that out. Although we would have, because would we? we also got a voicemail oh. about it. Hi, Jed. Hi, Tori. This is Kate Buttolph. I'm loving listening to your podcast. I'm calling right now because I remember doing a project called A Day in the Life of a Colonial Apprentice. I, I wasn't in your class in sixth grade, but I think we all did the same project. Mine was on a colonial candle maker. So I think that's probably what A-D-I-T-L-O-A-C-A stands for. Hope you guys are doing well, and it's really great to listen to. Okay, bye. Yeah, Kate, that is awesome. Thank thank you for listening, and thank you for calling in. Yeah, thank you. So you don't remember that, really? No, I don't. What do you think? This is like a bit like automatic writing. Yeah. You know, maybe you've got it somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. So sort of just close your eyes. Mm -hmm. You're sleeping, having a lovely dream about coming over on a, a big ship. Yeah. It's creaking. The waves are crashing. <laughs> Wait, why? You, you, you're, well, you're remembering it's a dream about when you came to America. Oh, I assume that I was, yeah. in my conception, I was born in America. Oh, okay. Maybe my father or grandparents okay. came over. It's a dream, though. So maybe you're, they told the story. Right. And you're, I've internalized you're it. Yeah, it's not a memory. You're, yeah. you're just imagining. Okay. okay. So, so you're dreaming. Should I close my eyes again? Yeah, please. Okay. You're dreaming. You're... You're on a, a big, the hold of a big ship. Wait, is this me? So is 2018 Tori dreaming about this? No. Or this is, no, this, this is, is, no, okay, sorry. You are a colonial <laughs> apprentice. I am starting your day before you wake up. Okay, but what am I dreaming about? I am trying to tell you. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Close your eyes. All right. You're on a big ship. Okay. It's crashing to and fro, the creaking of timbers. I'm dreaming Snow. about being on a big ship. Oh my God, yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> Okay, so I'm just going to present to you at the moment. Okay, so Tori, yes. this is a full fantasy starting right now. Close okay. your eyes. Okay. Is my name you, Tori? Yes. As a colonial apprentice? Yes. Okay. All right, I'm imagining it. <laughs> what are you imagining? Being a colonial apprentice in my bed, ready to have this dream. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> what I was trying to do was start it off. You know, like when you're in a dream, you're sort of, uh-huh. you're not you, you're not here. Yeah. You're not, you know, it doesn't matter right. what time. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you imagining you're a colonial apprentice tucked into your bed having a, a nice dream. But I have to know I who's, want... who's experiencing the dream. Oh, right. Okay. You know. Yeah. 
It's you. Okay. Just assume this is you. Okay. But back in time. Okay. And so I'm probably is, younger than this. This is like 17th or 18th how, century. Uh, Colonial Apprentice was probably like 14. No. No. How old were they? Oh, I meant like century. Like oh no, fourteen. Seventeen. Cl- colonial apprentice was probably like fourteen. Yeah, I, I was talking seventeenth or eighteenth century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm an older. I'm a late bloomer, so okay, I'm seventeen. Thirty-six. Yeah, thirty-six. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted my life. <laughs> my dad is well. Actually, my dad's probably you know. I think life expectancy was about forty. So. Yeah. This is so like four last, years to live. Your last chance. <laughs> Trying to learn a skill before I die in four years. <laughs> Uh, of disinterest. Perhaps, perhaps you've like attempted a bunch of different <laughs> apprenticeships. I've failed um, everyone. Several you've been times. Out two years later. Yeah. This is your last chance. Okay. Okay. So you're asleep. Okay. You are dreaming of the sound of waves crashing, whale song, mm. timbers creaking mm. as your boat sails to the new world. Yeah. You are not you in this dream. You are your father or your grandfather, perhaps. Okay. You with a beard, basically. Yeah. You hear the crow of a rooster. There okay. are no roosters on this ship. Uh-huh. You open your eyes. Yeah. Keep your eyes closed. Okay. You open your eyes in the fantasy. Okay. You open your eyes to the light streaming in. So Colonial Tory is not is opening over. his eyes. The... Colonial Tory is opening his eyes. Oh, not, I see. Not I Dream you meant the... Tory. Not Dream okay. Tory's grandfather. <laughs> okay. Not Dream Colonial Tory's grandfather. This is like Inception. The dream is over. Okay. Colonial Tory, you open your eyes. But real Tory, keep your eyes closed. Okay. That's a lot to, to ask. I know, me. I know. It's going to be worth it. All right. You open your eyes. You're at your little shack or whatever. The sun is shining in through the, the 36. The and I, all I can afford is this shack. <laughs> You're an apprentice, man. <laughs> it probably doesn't pay anything. I know. Experience. It's uh, like an internship. I'm the least eligible bachelor in town. <laughs> The village. Yeah, I suppose you're. This is you wake up in your small town near Boston. Yeah, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Not quite Boston proper, but near there. Like, Lexington but you tell everyone. Concord. You tell everyone you're from Boston. Yeah, I live in the exurban Boston area. <laughs> so you open your eyes, okay, to the crow of a rooster, and you think, <laughs> ah, awake again, mm-hmm. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you get up out of your bed. Yeah. Okay. You walk. Outside. Close your eyes. Okay. You walk outside mm-hmm. into the street. Yeah. What are you wearing? This is what you were sleeping in because I didn't say you put any clothes on. All so. right, right. Well, I'm wearing a, you know, like a like a night shirt. Yeah. That goes down to my knees. Okay. Some sort of makeshift slippers. Mm-hmm. Probably wooden. <laughs> that. They're like really terrible, misshapen. <laughs> They're different sizes yeah. because you made them when you were a apprentice to the, when I was a cobbler. The cobbler. I was the worst cobbler in, the, in, in Massachusetts but they colony. Let you, they let you keep your boots. <laughs> yeah, can I keep these? <laughs> yeah, get them uh, out of here. Um, and I'm wearing a nightcap. I'm sorry, it wasn't my intention to put you out into the street in your pajamas. Okay. So judging by the angle of the sun mm. and the, the crow of the cock, you realize you should be getting on. I've slept in get, once again. Yeah, get it. <laughs> You need to get moving to your <laughs> apprentice. Your, I can't lose this Your colonial job. apprenticeship. This is yeah. your last chance. So you go back inside. You put on your regular apprentice clothes. What mm-hmm. are they? I think they're those like, they're not capris, but they're those like, they're those <laughs> like pants that three like. Three quarter pants? Yeah, three quarter pants. <laughs> to go with your tri-quarter hat. Right. <laughs> A little vest. Yeah. That my grandfather brought over from, you oh, know, nice. from England. On the boat. Yeah, on the boat. It was his only possession. He was, he was naked. <laughs> yeah, the tricorder hat. And no, sh- I, no shirt? No, I just have the vest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you 
You walk outside. Uh-huh. What do you see out in the street? I see the, the town crier. Mm-hmm. He's shouting out the news of the day. Mm-hmm. Like what? Uh, something about George General Washington is, okay. you know, doing conducting this campaign or uh, doing this thing. Maybe a scandal. Maybe yeah. there's a scandal. A Washington scandal? Yeah. Wow. I think so. And uh, the town cow. People are coming up to the town cow and getting milk. <laughs> there's like roosters in my path. Yeah. I'm like chickens. I'm telling, you know, get out of the way. Yeah. I'm shooing them away. You're kicking at them with your misshapen wood, <laughs> my misshapen sandals. sandals. <laughs> okay, so you head down the street from your shack to uh-huh. sort of the business district yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of the village. Right. You pass by... A couple of places that mm-hmm. you have previously My firm, apprenticed, former, apprenticed former at. employers. Yeah. yeah, they all give you a sort of a dirty look as you walk by. What are those places? Well, there's the cobbler. Yeah, obviously. He Every sh- day he's ashamed. His yeah, I reminded of his biggest failure. Yeah, they're all in the doorway, kind of shaking their heads as I pass. <laughs> <laughs> there's the blacksmith. Yep, he closes his door when I pass. <laughs> And then sort of you glares him, at me you, out the window. Yeah, you hear him like really going at it on his anvil. Yeah. He's so angry. <sighs> There's the tanner. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like skins, animal skins. Yeah. I'd worked for him very briefly, working on a coat so that yeah. I wouldn't have to be shirtless. <laughs> just, just but I got canned before I was <laughs> able to finish. <laughs> Candle making? Mm-hmm. Younger brother of pewter. Pewtering. Pewtering. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I... Still I, possible to hurt yourself. Right. And I think I probably did. When I was candle making. Yeah. What pewter. That, to me, seems like the scariest. Yeah. So, Tori, the colonial apprentice, already did this? Or is this where your job is? I think this is where my job is. Yeah. So, you've arrived at the door to the pewtery. Mm Mm-hmm. Do they only make candle? What do they have in the window? Kind of just a bunch of metal. There's like a little... Dinette sets. Yeah. There's a little section in the window that is reserved for Tori's creations, and it's just a bunch of sort of like misshapen balls. Yeah. You're 30 minutes late. (laughs) He's, he says. And it's only like eight, eight o'clock. I know. <laughs> or maybe we should stop there. I do open your eyes. Uh-huh. My intention was to sort of go through the whole day. Yeah. But I, I can imagine it would just be a lot of sort of disappointing failures. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine like a day in the life of a colonial apprentice was probably almost entirely working. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, like, of course. Just, just doing shit around the shop. Probably either backbreaking labor or very, like, fine, detailed. Oh, like a clockmaker. We forgot about clockmakers. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't even. You walked up and they were like, get out. Yeah. Get out of here. Forget about even, it. We've heard about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last week I said that I was like Sherlock and you were like Watson, which mm. I don't think is fair, especially because you're the one with the good memory and the <laughs> powers of observation. So if anything, you're Sherlock and I'm Watson, especially because it's my diary. So that's I'm, true. I'm narrating. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, yeah. As I watched my friend Tori look across the room with a vacant expression on his face, I knew he was thinking about <laughs> a mystery that we were to solve. I picked up the leather pages of the diary and started to read. April 10th. Tomorrow is Easter. Yay! Jason is here. Ooh. I am tired. Boo. Yawn. Josie is dumb. So is the game Kid Chameleon. (laughs) I don't like either. Tori is my friend. I was worried that you were going to take me down the same road. (laughs) You'd taken Josie and Kid Chameleon. I guess why am I... We spent the weekend 
together. Yeah. So real, real, just a series of facts. Again, it's another <laughs> sort of fact-based entry. I don't remember the game Kid Chameleon. I imagine this is something we rented. Do you I, know? I think Matt, for some reason, it's something that I attached to Matt. Let me look mind. it up, actually. Oh, he's like a cool, it's like a cool boy in sunglasses and a leather jacket. He's not a chameleon, as I thought. Let me take a look. Is he on a skateboard? He's on a skateboard, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I thought it was a game about a child chameleon, but it's about a no. It's about, it's about a, cool, a boy a cool who kid. can sort of turn into a bunch of different heroes. Tori, do you want to describe the the cover of Kid Chameleon, the sixteen yeah. bit cart- Sega cartridge? He is a uh, sort of like a Ralph Macchio type. Mm-hmm. He has sunglasses, a leather jacket, dungarees, white high tops. He's on a skateboard, and he is being framed by. I thought chased by, but obviously not. These no, are I these think are those are his the, the things thing. he can chameleon. Uh, okay, as like a samurai and a futuristic kind of man, it's like a, a, tank. a knight. Super cool. I like the looks of it. Cool concept. Bad gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> April eleventh. Today is Easter. Hooray! <laughs> I went to church. It was very boring. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. I went to Jonathan's house. He hurt his nose bad. It was bleeding. Frowny face. Bodhi equals loud. Mm. Church, boring. I remember church being very boring. I would go to church very infrequently as a child. Would you? The only times I would ever really go would be with my dad uh, for Easter. And I remember it being probably the most boring of all. I remember being at your house once around this time. It was a Sunday morning and my parents were coming to pick me up. I had presumably spent the night the night before. And he was saying, "What are you? Where are you going?" And I was like, "Oh, we're going to church." And I remember your dad saying to you, "You know, that's nice. I we we should go to church." Oh more. man! And thanks I remember, a lot. I remember you being like, "No." <laughs> Classic me. Yeah. Did we go to the same? Did I go to the church that you went to? I think when you went to church, I believe you went to the Catholic church. Yeah. Well, the I'm... one by the Munchies. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> So far this week, a lot about what I don't like. I don't like Josie and Kid Chameleon or church. Mm -hmm. Who is Jonathan? Yeah, I was going to ask you that. I'm assuming Jonathan Patterson, who famously had uh, his birthday was February 29th. Yeah, he was at four at this point. (laughs) Again, just a description of events rather than nothing about why. Mm -hmm. Like he hurt his nose bad and he he got a bloody nose. Mm. How, man? I know. Did you have anything to do with this? I know. Like, don't tell me it happened. Tell me, you know, give me more. Yeah, that's true. You have a hard time sometimes identifying like the most salient parts of a story. <laughs> I mean, that's putting it lightly. <laughs> well, but it comes down to, again, like, what the hell? Why the hell am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a warning. This one's got a lot of frowny and smiley faces. In wow. It. You're, really... You're really leaning in. April 12th. I had a lot of homework frowny face i have to do babysitting homework frowny face i'm tired (laughs) three frowny faces (laughs) i'm at mom's smiley face matt is bringing his tomato things to school tomorrow three smiley faces oh wow you know, I have very little sympathy that you don't want to be doing your babysitting homework because as I recall, <laughs> that was a class that you insisted on taking. <laughs> it's true. I mean, but double homework, man. I had a lot That's of homework true. already. That's all. Were, yeah. That is a bummer. What's Matt's tomato things? I think I have an idea. Okay. I think based on the face you just made, you have an idea also. I do. Yeah. Let's leave Matt's tomato things for another episode. Okay. Because if they're what I think they are, 
then that'll come, come up play. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems too early to get into that. Yeah, yeah. April 13th. Nothing happened today. <laughs> I had babysitting class. It was the last one. Yippee. Wahoo. Hooray. <laughs> I had homework. Isn't that special? Tomorrow I have DG, B, and TKD. Mm. <laughs> Nothing happened today. And then here's all the things that happened today. Yeah. Why do I do that? B. DG and B are D, separate? D, yeah, DG is one thing. B is another thing. B is banned, probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. TKD is Taekwondo. DG. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't know that one. Some mysteries, even you and I. Can't crack. Can't, can't solve. Mm-hmm. The last babysitting class, and despite writing yippee, wahoo, hooray, they're all with periods. So there is this kind of... Oh, really? Yeah, that was why I read them that way. They're not all in caps. Mm-hmm. There's no exclamation points. Mm-hmm. These are sarcastic, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Like, the, even then, I'm diminishing my accomplishments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I do today. I, you know, like, take some pride in the fact that you've you, went... You and completed like, I've, this I've course. I've wanted to do the course. I've wanted to finish it. I talk about it. You've wanted to babysit yourself. Or I guess. at least <laughs> babysit. Wait, babysit. was that babysit comma yourself or babysit myself? <laughs> that was babysit yourself. <laughs> yeah, no I do comma. want to babysit myself. Yeah. But, you know, getting back to the things I found in my parents' basements, I'm holding up a flyer that I found to show to Tori. Yeah. <laughs> Babysitting weekends and after school, <laughs> line break, I have completed a babysitting course. <laughs> line break, call Jed Baker at, and then your phone numbers. My only qualification. <laughs> <laughs> I have completed <laughs> nothing about how good i am or anything <laughs> then there's like some pull clip, quotes, clip art pull which... quotes i wish you had used pull quotes <laughs> so then in the four corners of the flyer are, are two different pieces of clip art there's a teddy bear in a diaper mm-hmm. which is weird <laughs> yeah and <laughs> letter blocks and yeah letter blocks which spelled a baby tori would you if you saw this hanging up <laughs> i'll put this online too if you saw this hanging up would you would you give those numbers a call? I'd probably take a chance. Yes. Do you remember hanging these around town? That's presumably no, like I what ha- you I must meant to have done with well, yeah. yeah. I may I may have printed them out and kind of never, yeah. never followed through. But this is the proof. This mm-hmm. is the proof that I... This corroborated by the diary. I finished that course and at, try, attempted at least to advertise my, my skills. I guess I wanted money. Oh, yeah. Probably. Because I thought, you know, we postulated that I was just trying to get out of ever having a babysitter myself. Yeah. Maybe this was part of it. Maybe mm-hmm. I was trying to hide that from my mm-hmm. from my dad, and I kind of made this to see, like, see, like, it, this is, it's, it, I really want to be a babysitter. I can babysit. <laughs> yeah. Did you um, ever get any gigs? I don't remember. Yeah. If you are listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and you remember calling me in or around 1993 after seeing one of these flyers hanging about town. Yeah. Give us a call. I would love to hear your review of my babysitting skills Uh from 25 years ago. 802-851-9578. April 14th. I didn't have divorce group today. Me and Donnie saw a guy with long blonde hair smoking pot. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the things that I record in this diary, that made it in. Of all the things I saw every day. This spurious claim of drug use. (laughs) We are investigating him. Mm. I had hard homework. TKD is fun. Mm. That's the first time we've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Really coming around on on the old TKD. Yeah. Maybe now that I 
You've well, tested for yellow. Maybe I've tested for yellow. It's kind of mm-hmm. took the pressure off. Yeah. It's, we are investigating. Me and Donnie saw a guy with long blonde hair smoking pot. We are invest. Pot is with a capital P, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're investigating him. How were we investigating him? <laughs> you probably maybe trailing you, him. You trailed him put for a, a tracker bit. on him. I wonder how you knew he was probably smoking a cigarette. But I guess why, if he was, wouldn't we have just? Because it's there like there had to have been some detail that made us think, oh, this man's smoking. Well, we were like marijuana. young. We fancied ourselves young sleuths. Yeah, it's like when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. <laughs> when you're a young sleuth, right. everything looks like it's a case. It's got to be a crime. <laughs> yeah, Donnie, if you're listening, anyone, if you know Donnie, there's so many mysteries that Donnie could help us mm-hmm. solve. Maybe Donnie's been working on this case ever since for, for 25, 25 years. years. <laughs> <laughs> He's I, got like a bulletin board in his basement that's got like all these <laughs> photographs and yarn connecting Connect, them all connecting all who these... is the man with long blonde hair <laughs> although if if vermont does legalize marijuana then that whole case collapses. well that's why we're it's a race against the clock isn't it <laughs> yeah we gotta nail this guy well <laughs> what he did is still i work outside the law that's yeah. true this is not about you don't this answer is not to about, anyone <laughs> this is not about law this is about justice <laughs> speaking of donnie and investigating this was probably the scariest moment of my life oh my. it was around the same time it was in sixth grade we were in the woods just playing running through the woods and we saw two men and it was suspicious maybe i'm recasting it maybe one of them have long blonde hair it's possible the plot thickens but they were digging something they were very suspiciously (laughs) digging something god and um, one of the most suspicious things you can do in the woods they saw us running about in my memory they chased us i could be misremembering that lord we hid behind like a log we hid. I was like, we got to leave. Donnie was like, no, like we're safer here, hiding here. One of them, and this is not something I misremembering. I remember this very vividly. One of them came up. He was standing right over us. Oh my God. And in my mind, in my 11 year old mind, like he, he was going to kill us yeah, if he found us. He probably was. So all he had to do was basically look down and he would have seen us. <laughs> oh my God. And it was, it was Just like a movie. horror movie. It was terrifying. I've never been so... Yeah. Your hands over your mouth? I, we, I almost stood up and just said, like, here Kill we us. are. Because I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't take the suspense. <laughs> I've never been that scared. I really haven't. Did you go back to where they were digging and find out what it was? No, because once he kind of left enough for us, to, we just took yeah, off and we, we, we didn't look back. back. We ran and we ran. Oh, my God. Yeah. Donnie. It was very scary. But similarly, we saw this thing happening and we assumed a, a major crime was in progress. This makes me think that you and I, Donnie was sort of living an Encyclopedia Brown kind of life. Yeah. And you and I were his, Along his, for in the his ride. orbit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Divorce Group. Oh, okay. That's what yeah. the DG was. Yeah. Divorce Group. Now, what was Divorce, divorce Group? Divorce Group was a group of children of divorce okay. it was just some i like think it started in fifth grade yeah like a support, support group we'd group. get together i guess you know i'm not sure how often mm-hmm. my only memory like if i have memories of like sitting in those those like plastic chairs like in school mm-hmm. and i remember some girls being there okay. that's really all i remember and i guess we would just talk about our feelings yeah about what it was like to have divorced parents just so that we knew we weren't alone mm-hmm as someone who didn't have divorced parents, I don't think I ever fully appreciated how traumatic an experience it could be. Yeah. And I think I think some of my problems in the diary, I think even some of my problems to this very day, mom, mom, dad, don't feel bad about this. Like yeah. divorce was necessary. It had to be done. But it shakes you up a little bit. And I think I'm still kind of coping mm-hmm. with, with some of the things from there. April 15th. Me and Josie and dad went to Burlington. I bought Hero's Quest. Today was a half day of school. My nose is stuffed up. (laughs) Josie bought a chameleon. Wow. 
Do you remember the chameleon? No. Really? Josie bought a chameleon? Josie, call the tip line and tell me about your chameleon, because I don't remember. Oh, maybe I remember this very slightly. Yeah. I don't remember a chameleon knocking around your house. (laughs) Do you remember Hero's Quest? Because I remember Hero's Quest. I don't. I remember nobody wanting to play it with me. It was a board. It was like a very Dungeons and Dragons-y sort of board game. Oh, it was a Um, board game. Yeah, it was like this dungeon board, and then you, like, there were all the, it was very complicated, all these pieces, heroes, you know, the titular heroes mm-hmm. of the quest, mm-hmm. but nobody ever wanted to play with me, because yeah. it was too nerdy. April 16th. Donnie left his bag here. No school for about 10 days. Yay! Wahoo! <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> Josie is a stupid jerk. We rented Cool World for SNES. It is as dumb as Josie. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> My joke structure is really yeah. evolving. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm moving from simple statements or insults about Josie, and I'm, I'm taking one thing that's bad and you're comparing saying you're, that yeah. just as much Josie and this thing are the same, basically. Right. You're, it's poetic. That's an evolution, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's an evolution in Comparing language. Comparing two unlike things. Yeah, mm-hmm. metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie leaving his bag there. Yeah, Donnie. his bag full of detective... <laughs> Magnifying glasses and yeah. fingerprint powder. <laughs> Let's compare my staid sort of response to ending babysitting class to this all uppercase three exclamation points reactions to school going school off being for, out 10, for days. 10 days <laughs> well i don't know what i'm excited about i think i recall the last time we had 10 days off of school i didn't make much use of it mm-hmm. and i was like bored the whole time that's true so i'm really really, <laughs> really really looking forward to what little jed's got up his sleeve for these next 10 days cool world cool world, cool world does suck as a as a film certainly yeah, cool does. world is a movie from Early 90s. 91 or 92. Sort of a poor man's Who Framed Roger Rabbit Mm -hmm. starring... Brad Pitt. And Kim Basinger. Mm -hmm. And I imagine, you know, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System video game of Cool World Mm -hmm. probably was about as good as the film. Josie, I apologize for for my evolving insults to you (laughs) this week. I could say this every week, I suppose, but you've grown into a lovely man Mm -hmm. and I I care for you a great deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hope hearing these things uh, doesn't hurt your feelings too much. Yeah, me too. That's it. Mm-hmm. That is it. Week fifteen. Another week down. Another, another case closed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there weren't any real new mysteries this week for us to kind of bring forward. No divorce group, but we solved that immediately. Well, your twelve-year-old self solved that for us. Yeah. I mean, what, what am I saying? The biggest mystery of all: who was that man with the long blonde right. hair? What was he smoking? What was he smoking? And what kind of investigation did we do? Yeah. So, there's really only one way to solve that. I and know. His, his name is Donnie. Mm-hmm. Folks, as always, thank you for tuning in and spending your time with us. I love it. Me too. Please rate us wherever. Review us wherever. Tell your friends. Don't forget, taxes are due tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, this was the taxes were due this week in 1993, and Little Jed made no mention of it. <laughs> so derelict in his duty once again. It yep. would have been the first year my parents were filing taxes as, oh, separately. as divorced. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you weren't keyed into that. It's more difficult. Yeah, the the things our parents do behind the scenes. My that God, we, that we have no idea. Oh about. my God. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, how did they ever do it? I can barely manage, and I'm I'm single. <laughs> I know, <and> childless. <laughs> I did do my taxes. Did you do your taxes? Yeah. Okay.
Jedder Diaries, the Jedder Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.